17 lines down, Kaft Aladomad Vase. The line starts with the word Mulmalo, El Arokarok Kasha. So let, just to remind us, what, what, was the, what was this all about? Because this really here, Rocka Rock is right in the middle of an Indian, is as follows. We had a case as follows. Rabbi Hanina um, said that he saw Rebbe, first of all, Shagiek, or Piek, he, he, he belched, and he burped, and he yawned, and his Atish, and he sneezed, the rock, and he spat on the ground. And then we brought a Bryce to say that all these things are not uh, respectable things to do in the, during davening. So we answered as follows, as far as the gear can pick was concerned, as far as the, the burping and the yawning, one is Kamba, one is Kamba Rotson. If you do it on purpose, then it's, uh, it's not right. So if you do it by mistake, isn't it? When it's Atish, we answered there's a difference. When it's Atish can mean sneezing from the nose, and can also mean when it's Atish passing wind, right? So we said what Rebbe did, he was the sneezing, and the one which says in the Bryce that you shouldn't do it, that's passing of the wind. And then we had Rocka Rock, so that's where we start with the Gemara now. But <coughs> Rebbe spat on the ground, and we said, the Bryce has said, if you're a rock bit philosopher, somebody who, who spits while he's saying Shmanesra, Ki'ilu Rock with Neamelech. It's like as if he spits in front of the king. So, in other words, it's, not, it's obviously a disrespect of the highest order. So, how could Rebbe spit? The answer to the Gemara now, Rocka Rock Namila Kasha, it's not a Kasha. It might be as suggested by Rabbi Huda to Om Rabbi Huda. If he was standing in the middle of Shimon and saliva comes into your mouth, he can absorb it into his garment. If it's a good garment and he doesn't want to spoil it with, uh, you know, spit, he could absorb it. Rashi explains it's something like a scarf. Rashi says, Like a sort of like what we have a scarf nowadays. So you can spit into the scarf. So in other words, what, so what the Gemara is saying is that Rebbe, he didn't spit on the ground. If somebody spits on the ground, then it's like a rock of Neamelech. That's disrespectful. But if you spit it, absorb it, you can't help it. You've got so much spit in your mouth, you feel you have to get rid of it. And you put it into your scarf or, or into your garment, whatever, that, that, that's okay. That's, that's how Rebbe did it. Because the Gemara, I mean, it's a mistake. Really, it's really, Sorry? Um, <coughs> he ejected saliva. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why didn't it report at him as ejecting saliva as opposed to spitting? It's a wrong report. It's well, he, he did spit. Spitting means no, if spit comes out of your mouth, that's called spitting, that's, that's called rock. No, no, that's, um, no, that's not spitting. Spitting is a personal act, yeah, where you actually. Basically, you know, in, you, you, you eject, you eject side no. the ground. Well, I, I spitting think is, spitting is, whatever you do, it's spitting. The difference is between spitting on the ground, yes. that's called spitting, yes. and spitting into your thing. Because look, you, the Gemara uses, Vizdamalairaik, yeah, Vizdamalairaik, right, is also, it's spit. Then Mavlia, you absorb it into, into the thing, but it's also a form of spitting. It's just, it goes into different places. Yeah. But when I just suggest, from yeah. a physiological point of view, the difference between spitting, which mm. is active, yeah. and um, ejecting, which can be passive. Well, it's not bad. You're, you're yeah. spitting um, into your spitting into your scarf. No, you're letting it drip. No, 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 no. It's spit. It's proper spit. It's proper spit. Yeah, yeah. 
So what we're saying is, Rebbe did it the way he did it. He did it into his scarf, which yeah. is an acceptable way of doing it, because yeah. you've got to get rid of the spit in your mouth. You can't dump properly. Whereas to spit it on the ground is like rock with now malach. That's a disrespect. Like an advert for Kleenex, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right now the Gemara carries on. It's a little story. Ravina Avikar Acharei Ravashi. Ravina was standing behind Ravashi, and Ravashi was in the middle of Shmonesra. Nizdam Eli Roik. That Ravashi. Remember, Ravashi was standing in front, and Ravina was behind. And Ravashi Nizdam Eli Roik. Again, he had saliva came into his mouth, and he wanted to get rid of it. Paskel Lachare. He spat it behind him. Omale, so Ravina said to Ravashi, who had spat the spit out, Don't you hold of what Rabbi Yehuda says, that you shouldn't spit it on the, on the ground, you should absorb it into the scarf. So why did you not do that? Omale, he said to them, I'm a mefunuk, I'm a very delicate sort of thing. And if uh, saliva was in my scarf, I wouldn't like it. It would, uh, you know, so, so, so that's that. So therefore, I'm allowed to sort of uh, really spit on the ground. In other words, even though normally you're not allowed to, but he was such a mafunuk that it would disturb him, it would disturb his tfiller, it would disturb his davening if he knows that there's spit in his scarf. So, so for him, he was allowed to get rid of it. How about sitting behind Pardon? Yeah. yeah. He spat behind. Have you spoken anything about Kriyashima and, 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 and spitting? Is that, is that any sugi? No, no, no. Only, only, no, Gamora doesn't discuss about Kriyashima and spitting, only with Tfila. Because Tfila, we said, has got to be done by Rea Vazir. You know, but in, in, you'll see in a, in a minute, we'll learn the Gamora the difference between Kriyashima and between things. Yeah, because Kriyashima is not, is not, yeah, it's Derisa, but it's not a direct davening to Hashem. And we'll learn, we'll learn in the Gemara soon that if you, if you are um, dressed, if, if you're not dressed from the waist up, you can Shema, you can say, mm-hmm. but Shemanesra you can't say. Oh, Shemanesra is more yeah. is a direct filler. You're speaking okay. to Hashem, but not yeah, Kriya Shema, you're not. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Just to, to, to clarify something. Um, mm-hmm. the, 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 he was delicate, therefore it would have uh, it would have interfered with his concentration. Yes. If the, if the survival was on his uh, yeah, scarf. scarf. Yeah. yeah. It, could that apply to anyone that's sensitive, or is it just peculiar to him? What do you mean? Whether halachal and ma'isla one would do like that? I don't know. What halachal and ma'isla is, I don't know. I would tell you. I hope in a place like this, you know, people don't get spit in their <laughs> mouth. Don't, I've never seen anyone. I told you, I've seen it in in, in Lubavitch. They spit on the ground, but that on purpose. Yes, for a for the, during a lane. During a lane. Yes. Here we're talking about dur- yes, during yes. Shemanesra. Yes. So the old days, there used to be a single platoon. Splatoon, yeah, yeah. That's what we said last week. Yeah. There was a place for people for people to spit. Pun? I'm sure not. <laughs> if we'd had, we'd still be here. Yeah, it would, it, it would, it would be in the grey book under Samach. Okay, let's carry on. We said somebody who allows his voice to be heard while he says the quiet Shemina Esra, he is Mona of little faith. Why? Because as if to say that Hashem doesn't, you know, unless I say it loud, Hashem won't hear. Om Rav Huna, says Rav Huna, When we're saying that a person shouldn't daven loud, right, we're talking about where he can concentrate on his tefillah when he says it quietly. 
So such a person may not say it loud. But if you've got a person who, if he says it quietly, will not be able to concentrate on his tefillah, muta, he is allowed to daven loud. Right? But Hanimila, however, that only applies to Yochid. He's on his own. So he's at home. Let's say, for example, a person is at home. He comes to the quiet Shemun He should daven it quietly. Right? However, if he feels that he needs to say it loud in order to concentrate, he may. Right? But that's Biyochid. In the case where he's in a congregation with people sort of thing, even if he feels he needs to say it loud to help his tefillah, the, the, the uh, needs of the tzibah always come before the needs of an individual. Just because he needs it, it's not fair if he disturbs all around him. So how much is sensitive to yeah. people? The tzibah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So can I just ask, I mean... Um, sometimes, uh, in, a sh- in shuls less than a thousand miles from here, you hear people actually saying you need it quite loudly. Yeah, many places uh, you, you do. Yeah, yeah it's wrong. And it, is, it can be off-putting. It's very disturbing. It's what do you do? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very, very disturbing. What can you do? Can you do? No, no, they don't, not the quiet front, that's right. Carlinas oh, don't make just, no. just, just, just when they do yeah, 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 yeah. What can you do about it, guys? Yeah. Yeah, don't down there. Down in here. Right. <laughs> Simple. Yeah, there there are people who don't know, and it, it's very disturbing. Also, come across well, unfortunately. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some people, if they've got lose their hearing, they don't realise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That can be problematic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They get louder and louder. They don't notice. Yeah, you can't. You can't I, I get. You know, you know, there's a din that when. Yeah. There's a din that when you line, when you when you have an aliyah, you're supposed to. Line with the what's the name, and I often find people doing it, you know, not only louder, yeah. but yeah. a word ahead. Oh. So like they're trying to tell you they know what the next nagina is, yeah. and I have to sort of start either shaking around. I've actually had a piece of paper made. Please say it, say it quietly. Please say it quietly. You know. Yeah. So a few weeks ago, I was. The father of the government security, you can hear me humming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see. Yeah. On Rosh Hashanah, a young kid, have you noticed that some people raise their voice during the meet that some people do? Not what, through the quiet Yeah. You're supposed to. You're supposed to. Why is the difference? Because that can be opportunity for other people, not? Not, 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 not to disturb people who, who are around you. Yeah. You know. No, because it says, in Allah, I looked it up last week, that you should say it just that you can hear it. Yeah. In other words, if you don't say it, you should say the words. Because just to, if you look at the words and just think it in your head, that's not good enough. You should say the word just enough that you can hear it, but not that your neighbour can hear it. That's the point. Okay. Rabbi Abba Abba Kamishnamit Minader Rabbi Huda. Rav Abba, he was trying to avoid Rabbi Huda, and he wouldn't go into the base of Medrash of Rabbi Huda. Why? Interesting. He wanted to go to, from Bovel to Eretz Yisrael. And Rabbi Huda said he can't go. Why? Why did Rabbi Huda say he can't go? To Omar Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda said, Anyone who goes up from Bovel to Eretz Yisrael, it's over a mitzvah of say shenemad. It says in the pasuk, pasuk in Yirmiyahu, which is bovelo yuvo. They shall be brought to bovel. 
and there they should stay, until they I remember them, and the, and, and the prophet carries on and says, In other words, only when I gather them together, at, sort of at, the, at the end of all the goddesses, that's when they can go up. But once they're in Bovel, this is what Rabbi Huda held, they shouldn't go, they shouldn't go to, to Eretz Yisrael. Now the question is, but if this is a posuk, what, what happened about Rabbi Abba? Because Rabbi Abba said he was trying to avoid Rabbi Huda because Rabbi Huda told him he can't go to Eretz Yisrael. Right? Because of this posuk. But so what about Rabbi Abba himself? Didn't he hold of this posuk? He said, no, he held that when it says, Bovelo Yuvol, and you should wait there, that was only about the Kalim of the base of Migdosh. The Kalim of the base of Migdosh, the vessels of the base of Migdosh, once they were in Bovel, they shouldn't be taken to Yerushalayim until the end of all the goddesses. That's what he held. So that a person can go. But Rabbi Yehuda took it a step further and said, no, nobody should go. Once you're in Bovel, stay where you are. Right? And that was, that was his view. So therefore, this is why he wanted to go to Israel, but he didn't want to bump into him because otherwise he would tell him, you know, I, I, I don't allow you to go. So on, Ezra, yeah, he didn't he? yes, and, he brought and then he brought them. Yeah, the, the Ezra, yes, yeah, after the seventy years. Card, yeah, I'm saying this is the yeah, yeah, this is the Satma hold this, you know, that you know, once you're here, you stay here until till the proper, you know, till Mashiach comes and all the rest of it. He lived in the same, same time as Ezra? No, 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 Ezra doesn't come in. No, 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 it doesn't mean it. Ezra, for care, on the contrary, Ezra went up to, went, went from Bob El Sarah to Israel, but it's yeah. nothing, so no. The rebuild the yeah, 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 this has got nothing to do with Ezra at all. Oh, this is all just, right. I, I don't know what the period... Yeah, of course, Ezra was in the first... Yeah, yeah, it wasn't anti, it wasn't, it was not from the Turicata inspired. <laughs> it was just, he <laughs> held as a posset, as a posset says that, so you shouldn't go. Yeah, I mean, if you're in Bovel, I think, no, I think it means anywhere in the diaspora, oh, you know what I mean? It means if you're outside of Eretz Israel, stay there until the end of all goddesses. That's what they are. So that, that's where, so he avoided him, right? So, Omar, Eizel ve'eshmer minei milsim mi'beisvada. However, even though Rabbi Abba wanted to avoid Rabbi Yehuda, he still wanted to hear something from him, from his base of Medrash. But he didn't want to go in the base of Medrash because he would meet Rabbi Yehuda. So he stood outside. So he said, Eizel ve'eshmer minei milsim mi'beisvada. Outside. V'hoda apik. And then, once I've heard it, I'll go away. Ozal ashkechei latana diktoni kamed Rabbi Yehuda. He went to the base of Medrash. And he found there there was a teacher of Bryce's who was teaching the following Bryce in front of Rabbi Huda as follows. If you're standing in Tfilah, and he passed wind, because remember we said Vinisatesh can either mean sneezing or passing wind, but here in the context you'll see it must be passing wind because we carry on and say, 
He waits until the smell from the wind passes. The Chazer is Falel. And then he goes back to the place where he was in the Shemonesa and then he davens. So that's the Shitter. That is the, sorry, Ikita Omra. Then there's another version which says the Bryce as follows. No. He was middle of Tfilah and he felt an urge. He, did, he hasn't passed the wind yet, but he felt an urge to pass the wind. Then what should he do? He steps back four Amas away from the, because it's not nice to pass the wind in the place where he's doubling Shemonesra. Go back four Amas, pass the wind there. It's a talk about a case where he can't help it. And then wait until the smell passes. And then the Chayzer Mispalel. And then he goes back to his place where he was standing. And he says the following Tfilah. Doesn't mean Mispalel. Doesn't mean he goes back to Shemonesra. He says the following Tfilah. And Rashi. In the middle of Shemonesra. If you look at Rashi. You look in Rashi. The Aimer. The Toychat Tfilah. Within the Tfilah. The Homosekes for Aimedes Kva Alidea Ruach. Since he has to walk back Dalad Amas from the place where he was davening and only there uh, past the wind, he's been mastic in any case. He's interrupted. He can, he can be continued to be mastic. Say the following Tfilah in the middle of Shemonesra and Tosha says exactly the same. The second Tosha in the middle of his Tfilah So what does he say? He says as follows, Rebbeinish Lailam, Master of the World, it's Satonu Nukov Nukov Nukhalunum Chalunum. If you, you've formed for us openings, holes, etc. Golov Yodulah Fanecho, revealed before you, Cheroposenu, our shame, Ochlimosenu, and our humiliation, the Chayenu. And this shame and humiliation is an apology for having in the middle of Shmana Esra having to have passed wind. And that is why. That is why you can say it in the middle of Shemonesra. Because it's connected with what's happening. It's an apology yeah. to Hashem. I'm sorry about what happened. But it's sort of only human. And that happened. And therefore that's why you can do it in the middle of Shemonesra. And as we said when we learned last time, there's a Mishnah Brewer says clearly that if you need to go to the toilet any time during Davening, you can only say Asher after Shemonesra. So why can't you say Asher if it happens that you need to go in the middle of Shemonesra, you, you have to go. You go, but you only make Asher Yotza afterwards. Why can't you do it the same as this? The Emtha, clearly, Rashi and Tosha, the Emtha. The answer is as follows. Because um, Asher Yotza is a bit chasadol, thanking Hashem. A bit chasadol, right? It's not an apology. It's not, you're not apologizing at all. It's a bit chasadol. It's a bit chasadol you can do afterwards. Here you're apologizing to Hashem that you had to interrupt the Tzvila for that sort of thing so that you can do it right in the middle because it's connected with what just happened now. Now that's fine for the offender, yeah? Mm-hmm. What about his neighbours? Oh. I mean, to be honest, I... <laughs> what do you mean? You mean if you go back to Allah Dhammas yeah, and other people there? Yeah, what about the smell? Uh, if someone yeah. passes wind, yeah, yeah, it's usually an unpleasant smell. Yeah. yeah. So what about the neighbours? What are they meant to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah okay. We're talking about, we said before, Kamba Onus, Kamba Rotson. Of course, if a person, 
Yeah, and have I mistake? What can you do? Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. I'm not sure that a lot Pardon? Isn't it more to actually go to Bezakiso? Yes, if you have to, if you have to, you can. That's what we were saying, but... The word in principle. Yeah, if you have to, you have to. I understand, but that was Mr. Mr. It's not just, um, Clive. Speaking from personal experience, um, I can't. And someone asked me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I don't know. I've got to look up the actual unlock. I think that lock is as well. You should wait. Yeah. 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 But there's two shits here. So the first one says you can pass the wind there on the spot where you are. You just wait until the smell has gone. And then you can carry on doubling. The other one says, no, if you feel there's an urge coming, move back to Aladamas, pass the wind there, say this Tfilah of Rabbi Nishalayim, etc. And then it carries on, the Gemara says, He then begins, he goes back to the place where he is stopped. What about? So I, I, I've got Belinader for next week. Next week there's no shear, I'm away. But in two weeks, uh, Belinader, I'll look up what the actual halacha is. Well, I just think, why not? Just go to the toilet if you need to pass wind and you can control yourself. Why not just absent yourself and pass wind there? Maybe you can't. Maybe you can only go to the toilet if you need to do something. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the halacha is, but I mean, presumably, presumably, when he says Daladamas, that means away from the people sort yeah. of thing. I mean, if you're not going to do it where you are and you go back four hours and there's t- 20 people around you, they're not going to thank you, are they? <laughs> They'll say, go back to where you came from. We don't need people like you around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Need to know basis. What? <laughs> Sorry? Need to know basis. Need, on a need to know basis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll look up exactly what the unlock is, because you're, you're asking a two-pronged question. Yeah. Number one is, first of all, how do we pass good in this situation? Yeah. And number two is, what about uh, a, a neighbour? Yeah. In other words, somebody passes wind and, and you're a neighbour and you can yeah. smell it. Yeah. What's the situation? I believe that. I'll find that out. Okay. Uh, so, so he says, he finishes off, Omalei, so this, uh, remember, Rab Abba was standing outside the base of Medrash, and he heard this teacher of Bryce's Say this brighter. So he said, If I'd only come to hear this, just this thing, Dio, it would have been enough. In other words, he, he, he was, you know, this was, what he heard was very good, practical, halakhla maizah. Okay. Son Rabbonon. Yeah. A person was sleeping, unclothed, but he was covered completely with his garment. Now, so then the whole question is, here we're talking about saying Krishna. Right? Because you can't say it when, when, when it says, So in other words, and it carries on, to say, He cannot take, he can't stick his head out because it's so cold. Right? So he's in the bed, and he's covered entirely by a cloak. In other words, not wearing the cloak, Right? A cloak is covering him. Yes. Now, if he could put his head outside of the... Um, the stick his head out, yeah. then it would be okay, because then yeah. he could not see his head, but he yeah. could say Krishna. But he couldn't. His head was underneath the cover there as well. Yeah. And therefore, the question was, he can see his Arab yeah. because he's naked. Yeah. So therefore, what is the situation? So we say like this, Chaitas Patalis al-Savara. 
he he takes the um, he takes his garment. What is above his shoulder? Rashi says, "What is above his shoulder?" He wraps it around his neck, so it acts as a chatzitza or mechitza, if you want. Between, he can't see. Therefore, because he's taken this garment and he's tied it round his neck, he cannot see his erev. And therefore, you can say Krishna, Makari Krishna. The head is under the same garment. The head is under under the cover, but because this garment is there, he can't see down. He can't see his erev. So. Since he can't see the Ervo, therefore he can say Krishna. Yeshimrim and others say that they're stricter. That he should wrap it, he should, Yeshimrim al Libai. He should wrap it round his heart. Because we've also got another cloud that ain't a Libai Ervo. That the heart, as it were, even though the heart can't see, but it means there should be a machitza between the heart and the Ervo. So if you wrap it round your, round your heart, I suppose you've got both. You won't be able to see it, especially if it's thick. And also the heart, also there'll be a machitz between the heart and the erva. Why not wrap it around the waist? Pardon? If you wrap it around the waist, it would cover the erva. No, no, no. Around the waist. Yeah. So that yeah, 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 you can do that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. true. Tomorrow said it was very cold. Yeah. Too cold to put his head out. Yeah. No, no, I mean, yeah. in the bed. You know, why does it have to be wrapped around his heart? Yeah, why not lower down around the waist? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that can be. Okay, probably means that either, you know... Yeah. The tana, so, so ask Gemara now, the Tanakama. Now the Tanakama says you wrap it round your neck. So that means in case, so Levi writes like Erevoi, his heart is seeing his Erevoi. So how can that be? So answers the Gemara, Ari Levi writes like Erevoi, so answers the Gemara, Kasova Levi writes like Erevoi. The Tanakama holds that even if the heart, so to say, can see his Erevoi, that's okay. Because it says, the Posik says you shouldn't see it. So it's the, the eyes, everyone agrees, the eyes mustn't see the Erevoi. Harry Libarai the Erevoi, the Posik doesn't say that, so the Tanakama about it. The Tanakama holds that it doesn't matter. And therefore, that's. Pardon? Close your eyes, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That doesn't have no. No. Has no effect. No. You should put an a machitza between. Yeah. Okay. Um, an extremist could do that. Pardon? An extremist. You could close your eyes. An extremist. In other words, if you, you had no a garment, and yeah. you, you close your eyes. Yeah. If you've got a garment, it's a better interruption. A person was walking in an alleyway which had either gadolim or katanim, right? Excrement or urine was there, and and he needed to say shema. He puts his hand over his mouth to separate, because the words of Kedusha of Shema are, are saying it's not nice to say it when there's Sai lying on the floor, so it acts that puts the hands over his mouth. It's like an interruption between the words, the, 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 the holy words that he's saying, and the dirt on the floor. Is he looking at this nothing? Pardon? And about his eyes? No, 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 no. It's just Maniach Yod Al-Piv, V'Kari Kriya Shema. So, that's what he should do. Ruchista said, Ha'elakim. In other words, by God, you know, like swearing, Shavua. Because remember, Rav Huna said it in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. He said, even if Rabbi Yochanan, I would have heard it directly from his own mouth, like the Yantale, I wouldn't have listened to him. We'll see in a minute what this all means. Ikita Omra, others say, that the same story is what we, we just did, 
But instead of Rabbi Huna in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, it's different people. Omer Rabbi Balchona in the name of Rabbi Shua ben Levi. But it's the same thing. We're walking down these alleyways, filthy alleyways. Puts his hands over his mouth and he can say Shema. Omer Rabbi Chista, Rabbi Chista says Olakim. Im Omer Rabbi Shua ben Levi, Rabbi Shua ben Levi said it to me. Had told me with his own mouth, last the Yantale, I wouldn't have listened to it to him. Yeah, first I remember that thing. It stayed after the 67 war, we went to Israel, in, probably 68. Yeah. Walking to the shop. Yeah. It was just unbelievable to smell. Really? I mean, they carried it out with it. Yeah. The next time we went there, but it was... Yeah, I can imagine. Awful. Yeah, I once passed through there on Purim, and it was snowing. And I had an umbrella... I mean, you know, they were the Arabs were up sort of right by the top and they were throwing snowballs down. And I can't remember whether it, one hit me, it hit the umbrella, I can't remember whether I fell down or not, but you know. Rather they should throw snowballs yeah, than, than bullets. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, case, so ask Gamora now like this. Umi Omar Ravhuna Hochi. what we said is like this, that the first according to the first version of the story, Rabhuna said the name of Yaichanan, that it's enough that if you're going through an alleyway and you sit and there is certain point, you can say Kriya Shema, then you should cover your mouth. But you can say it. So ask the Gamoro, me over Ravuna Hokhi, did Ravuna allow you to say Shema in in a place like that? But Om Ravuna, Ravuna said, Tamukhochum, Tamukhochum Osala Lamad Bamokmatanaifas. He cannot stand in a filthy place. In other words, he cannot stand in a place where there is a tzayl, or a glime, or whatever it is. Why? Because it's impossible to stand. He, he wants to have Torah thoughts the whole time. He's on a very high level. And he can't have Torah thoughts when he's in the vicinity of, of his dirt, or whatever it is. Yeah. So now, the question is, if Rav Huna, he, he forbids even thinking about holy things, because of things in a filthy place, well, 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 right? Yeah. Certainly, he would forbid reciting Shema under those circumstances. So, how could he do it? And like When is Rav Huna strict, and he says that you can't do it, as we said, like to stand in one place. In other words, you're standing in the place next to sort of where there's dirt on the ground. Under such circumstances that you can't do it, neither can you think about Tyre matters, and, and certainly you can't say Kriya Shema. Abol, Mahalech, where is he lenient when he says you only have to put your hand over your mouth, is where you're walking through such a place. You're not standing still next to it, you're just passing it, and you're continuing to walk. Then you can just put your hand over your mouth, that's good enough, and you can say Kriya Shema. And certainly you can think about uh, Tyre thoughts as well. So what's the difference in terms of distinction? I mean, he's being stationary and walking through. Well, because if you're standing, then you're know, standing right next to it. Yeah, no, no, it's the walking through. What's the difference? Yeah. Because you're still passing it. Yeah, you're passing it, but, it, it, but exactly. So you're passing it for one second, and you, you carry on. Right. So, so that's not considered that you're, you know, you're, you're right next to it sort of thing. You're right. just passing. It happens to be there. So then, all right, still, it's not, you can't just say creation. He says you should put your hand over your mouth during that second that, that you're passing. Right? But since you're passing, you're just walking, you're carrying on, it's okay. But if you're standing there in a place, that's a mockum tile, in a place where there is dirt, that you can't do. One second is not relevant here because there are places where there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people. 
No, because there's a difference between standing still in a place where it's fire and walking. Who says there were thousands of people? Who says? Where? What? So what do you mean? You mean that you couldn't couldn't carry on walking? You mean you would still be stuck there? Well, I mean, we're talking about you're walking down an alleyway, Pashtas, and you're just passing it. You're not. Uh, you're saying it's like coming out of Spurs, Lahavdil, where you have to sort of, you know, like walk like that. You can't. So in a situation like that, you wouldn't be able. It's only when you can then do it, 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 If you're in a place where your tuck is standing still, yes. you want to carry on but you can't and you're standing still, oh, then that's a dinner moment. So, in a contemporary thing, yeah, imagine the following scenario. Mm. You're walking to school, yeah. into the screen, mm. and maybe you're late, a few minutes late. You start saying brockets in the street, right? Yeah. Yeah, somebody do it. Yeah. And you pass them dog excrement. Yes. Because you're passing by, according to you, it doesn't matter. Or you put your hands over your mouth and then say it. Well, according to this, you see, we're talking about Hilkos, about Kriya Shema. Yeah, so let's... It could be, I don't know whether, whether, whether if you're saying a bit of Sukkot Zimra because you happen to be a bit late, whatever, whether that applies. Because the Gemara only talks about Kriya Shema. If you're in the middle of Kriya Shema, put your hand over your mouth. That might be strict. Whether, yeah, whether, whether that applies, whether, you know, if, if you're not saying Kriya Shema, if you're just saying uh, other, you know, other parts of doubling, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'll see if I can find something on that. In any case, come by me, come by Let's just do one little, little bit of it. So, okay, so we've answered the, the Rav Huna. We've reconciled the two dinim of, of, of two uh, rulings of Rav Huna. Now, we said Rav Huna says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. I'm Rav Huna, I'm Rabbi Yochanan. So, me, I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Did Rabbi Yochanan say, say, say that? That you can say Shema, you can say Shema, albeit that you've got to cover your mouth in, in, in dirty alleys. But Om Rabachonon Rabbi Yochanan, Rabachonon, it's in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Rabachonon Mutala Hari Bidibri Tyra. You're allowed to think Tyra matters everywhere, Chutzmi Besa Mer, Chutzmi Besa Kisse, apart from a bathhouse and a Besa Kisse, a toilet. So again, we see that Rabbi Yochanan would not allow you to say Shema in a place where there's sight lying on the floor, where there's dirt lying on the floor, because if you already can't even have Tyra thoughts in a base like Kisse, where there's Tyra, certainly you wouldn't be allowed to say Kriya Shema. Yeah. Now, So you can answer the same way that we answered about Rav Huna, we, Rav Huna also, there was a contradiction between Rav Huna, and we said, Kamba Ayman Kamba Mahalech, where does he say that you can't say it, that's if you're standing still. But Mahalech, when you're going, then it's okay, you just put your hand over your mouth. So why can't we answer the same, same answer with Rabbi Yochanan? We can't say that. He said, we want to say, Kamba Ayman Kamba Mahalech. Ain't it's not so. I'll tell you a story which proves that that's not the case. But on Ravavah, I've got also busted Rabbi Yochanan. One time, Ravavah was walking behind Rabbi Yochanan. Vahavikah Kori Kriya Shema, and Ravavah was saying Shema at the time. He mosvem vurs hamatzanofes ishtik when he reached uh, some some uh, dirt lying on the in, on the on the street. He he stopped and he was quiet. Amalele Rabbi Yochanan. So when he passed there, he said to Rabbi Yochanan, "Lehechna hada." Where should I go back to? In other words, he stopped. He was in the middle of Shema and he stopped. Should he go back to the beginning of Shema or should he go back to the place where he was? He asked Rabbi Yochanan, what should I do? Rabbi Yochanan said to him, If you pause for the amount of time that it takes you to, to say the whole Shema, then Chazal Rosh, you've got to go to the very beginning. 
So what do we see from that story? The fact that Rabbi Yochanan told Rabbi Vol where to go back to means he approved that Rabbi Vol stopped yes. saying, yes. saying in the, you know, even when he was walking past. Yes. So in other words, we can't argue the same way the answer that we gave for Rav Huna, that it's only when you're standing still, but if you're walking, it's okay. Because here we see that even though Rav Avol was walking past, Rav Yochan told and answered him the way you should go back to in the Shemana Asra, if you, if you, if you, the pause was long enough for the whole, for the whole, um, sorry, for the whole Kriya Shema, go back to the beginning. There's obviously he approved that he had stopped. That, that, he, that he had stopped saying Krishna even though he was just walking through, so you can't give the same answer of honor. Oh, the so, asking the question, he's interrupted Shema, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, but he had stopped in any case. He stopped in any case. No, but by saying, Rabbi, when No, because it was connected with that. If he would start talking about the, you know, who won the six numbers last night, then you can't do that, right? But if it's connected with, with the Shema, it's like, as, as I said last week, like, if, if you say, um, you know, there's no salt on the table, and you want to say, like a mission, and you say, bring this in somebody, bring the salt, that's not because it has to, because it's, it's connected with that Indian. So here as well, he wanted to know where to go back to in Kriya Shema, that's not a have to. So, so the answer was as follows. So, so, so now we've still got a question on Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan says that, Certainly, you wouldn't be able to say Kriya Shema. So, no, this is what Rabbi Yochanan meant to say. As far as I'm concerned, you didn't have to stop your Shema, right, when we entered, right? You could have just covered your mouth with your hand, that would have been good enough. As I said before, according to you who holds that you do have to stop, then, then I give you, you know, your answer. If you pause the amount of time it takes to complete the entire Shema, it doesn't mean the fact that he answered him means that he approved of what he did. He's saying, as far as I'm concerned, you, you don't have to stop Shema. You put your hand over your mouth, that's good enough, and that's exactly what Rabbi Yochanan said. So therefore, there's no contradiction. Ah, you're going to say, but he told him to do it. No, he's saying, according to you, we all saying you have to stop, all right. So if you have to stop, you're asking me, where should you go back to? I'm answering, but I don't hold it. I hold it. You did not need to stop at all. As far as I'm concerned... You could have just gone through the alleyway as you were, because you were walking. You could have put your hand over your mouth; would have been fine. Okay.